let's slip on past that. Oh, oh, nice, nice uh, banana pun. Sorry, that was a that was a terrible was, banana pun that, that I good. threw in there. It's appealing. Oh gosh, 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 carry on. <laughs> Hello, and uh, may I congratulate you on your choice of podcast. This is Mark Stedman, um, and uh, the, the show in question is List Envy, and on this podcast I work with a guest, and together we build a top five list on a topic that they choose. Now, um, a while ago, uh, professional clown and uh, public speaker uh, Emma Stroud came to me, and, uh, and she says to me, she says, I want to talk about fruit. And I said, That's, that sounds brilliant. I want to talk about fruit as well. Uh, so together, we built our top five list of, uh, of the best fruits. Um, and this is, a, this is a really fun episode. Um, we're both very silly, uh, silly people. And um, so we got very silly in this episode. And uh, I asked her if she'd ever eaten a nonny. And, um, and, and, and she revealed that she hadn't. Uh, we discussed what a nonny is. It's all fine. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. So uh, I'll be back to chat with you a little bit later. Uh, but for now... Um, I, I, I will start this episode uh, a little way in where uh, where I asked Emma how her, I won't say obsession, because that, that sort of seems unfair, but perhaps how her fascination with fruit began. It all started uh, when um, I was invited to this lunch, and the lunch was a theme to do with uh, the woman who wears the big fruit thing on her head, Carmen Miranda, I think is her name. Yeah. And so I was invited to this lunch. Now, I'm, I'm a trained clown and, and I like doing my comedy stuff. And all of the other people were all proper grown-ups who run proper businesses. I mean, I, I also run a proper business, but I'm not really a grown-up. So they were all sort of turning up and I knew they were going to turn up sort of dressed wearing their, you know, their beautiful, you know, dresses with um, uh, like pineapples on and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't think that's really me. So obviously I did what any logical human being would do. And I thought, what can I go as? And I went, why don't I go as a banana? Mm. And, and, and so that was the start of my slight fruit obsession. Hence you and I are having this conversation uh, because that banana day, which it turns out to be. So I ended up spending um, the whole day. So I went to the lunch dressed as the banana um, and I'm, I'm quite short um, as a human being. So I'm not a very threatening banana. <laughs> and, um, and, it, and it was raining. So to go from my office to the lunch, I had to get in a cab. And the guy just was convinced that I was selling bananas to which mm. I was like, no, I'm not selling bananas. And then and then I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go out to sort of a couple of bars and a couple of restaurants after the lunch dressed as a banana. And it was just after the Brexit vote. And regardless of how you feel about politics uh, and how bored we are about talking about it, um, Brexit in London, it just felt really weird. London felt really weird for that week after the Brexit vote. And I just... Yeah, so did Birmingham. It did, didn't it? You know, just nationally. I think everyone was a bit like... yeah. What just happened there? With, yeah, just stu- with- like stumbling out of a bar and just sort of blinking in the sunlight and going, oh, oh, what? Exactly. Like, how did, did we just vote on something? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what's happened. But wow. And I just had this evening and this whole sort of rest of this day dressed as a banana. And I talked to so many different people because as a banana, people wanted to take their photo with me. I'm quite chatty as a banana. And it just triggered something in me, um, which then led to me actually ending up doing a TED talk about Be More Banana and the whole idea that we all need to have more fun and joy. And from that moment 
honestly, my fruit obsession sort of started. Hence, when I saw this brilliant concept that you've got of, you know, your five favorite, I was like, I have to, I have to get involved because it's time <laughs> for the fruit, man. <laughs> so, are you are you aware of um, the phenomenon of bicycle day? Bicycle day? Uh, no, I don't think so. I know about the naked bicycle thing in Brighton, but that might be something completely different. It it is. Uh, I, well, my, I mean, it might not be. Um, but this is something I discovered when doing the first episode of this podcast, and right. it is. Um, it's not the actual. So what I love about this, it's it's all around the invention or the discovery of LSD. Okay. And it happened when um, the uh, the scientist who discovered it went on a he took a, a monumental dose of LSD and then went right. on a bike ride, um, and sort of documented his his experiences throughout the day. Um, what's brilliant is uh, I, I can't remember what the actual day is uh, in the calendar, but it's not the day that the bicycle trip happened because the guy who started like the celebrations he wanted it to be on a weekend, so he just moved bicycle day. <laughs> It's like two days later because he wanted to have a bender. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is um, I like I like the idea that in your personal history, you have Banana Day. Yeah. It's like I, the day where everything just opened up to you. It, it really did. And actually, in a sort of with no pre-planning, because I, I do genuinely think that the best things that happen in our lives are those that we don't put loads of effort and thought into and it, everything just sort of flows from it. Mm. And... Um, and on that day, I just realised that actually one of the things that I think I'm here to not to get too deep, but one of the reasons that I'm here on this planet is to help people laugh and then think more because they're laughing. Mm -hmm. And actually just enabling people, I mean, just, you know, and then that's then set up a whole thing about me walking around as various different sort of things. You know, I've dressed up as a Smurf. Uh, I did an elf day. Uh, I've, I've done, oh yeah, I did walk around as a lamp. Um, just, <laughs> just because it just makes me giggle. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really interesting because, you know, once people get over there, is she just a crazy lady sort of fear, then actually everybody smiles. And I think yeah. there's so much stuff that's so serious at the moment. And there's so much stuff going on in the world that is really serious and dark. But actually for us as human beings, it's so important that we have this lightness. And it's and it never fails to amaze me. So I, I host quite a lot of um, conferences and and not dressed as a banana, I hasten to add. Mm -hmm. uh, and and one of my questions that I quite often get is that I get the whole audience kind of waking up and doing stuff. So I get them all to stand up. And then with no pre-planning from their side, I get on the count of three. I say, on the count of three, tell me your favourite fruit. And they all shout out and everyone looks really excited. <laughs> and then later on, I generally get them to shout out their favourite vegetable. And it's never so certain and there's never so much joy. And so I've decided that fruits make people happy, whereas vegetables are a thing that we should eat. Yeah, they're, they're homework. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Vegetables are homework, whereas fruits like kind of like fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so on that topic, like how, how hardline are you on what we consider a fruit versus, you know, <sighs> uh, this is technically a vegetable. Well, this one's a legume. Oh, you know, you know, when I was when I was coming up with my list of top five, and and I've got to be honest, my top four nailed straight away, <laughs> and then and then my fifth one, I did go into this quandary, perhaps for a little bit longer than I actually should have done, to <laughs> such a, to such an extent that I brought it down to my last three, one of which which isn't or hasn't made my list 
was a tomato. And then yeah. me and my friend, I was like, right, I'm just about to do this podcast. I'm really excited about doing it. And then, and then I just sort of went, but you know, what would you feel like if you heard that as one of my top favorite, favorite, new way of saying that, favorite yeah. fruits? And she went, I must be honest, I'd be a bit disappointed. So tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, tomatoes. No. Got, got got rejected based upon the fact that one of my very dear friends went, I'd be a bit disappointed, Em. So I was like, okay, it's not in there. So I've I've gone traditional fruit. Okay. I've gone fruit that we might find in a fruit salad. Um, I've gone that way. Don't know how you feel about it. How do you feel about it? I think I, I like I, I I think that's a good choice. It's not necessarily the way I've made my picks. Oh. And so I think we may have some controversy coming in. But controversy. You never I'm, know. I'm, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Um, it's it's just breaks it all over again. Look, we lost. Get over it. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, we, we so we we will find out where our particular lines are drawn. Uh, are, are drawn. Our fruit lines. You know, um, don't need battle lines. Yeah, our fruit, fruit lines. lines. Yeah, fruit lines. Absolutely. Um, what is the um, what's the most exotic fruit you've ever eaten? Oh, most exotic one. Uh, I think I did have a Jamaican star fruit, mm. and I've got to be honest, I felt pretty exotic eating it. I wasn't entirely sure that I liked it, but I felt quite good for being brave and trying it because actually now as, you, as you've said that and you brought in the word exotic, I'm like, hmm, I've, I've probably gone quite traditionally British, well, one being a bit of an import. But yeah, that was probably the most exotic fruit that I've ever tried. And, uh, and I, Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. similar. Um, I, I think mine, I think mine was, um, was the star fruit. And uh, also I remember the passion fruit being... Uh, at, at the time, which was during the 80s, when the fruit man came to my school. Yeah. You know how we used to have the animal man? Uh, and uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was a fruit man who came one day and he had all the different um, weird exotic fruits. And I, I definitely remember two things. I remember that I was um, quite taken with... Um, with with the star fruit and, and I think the passion fruit yeah. and the other was um, I ended up fancying the man. Of course. <laughs> By the end of the thing, I was like, I th- I'm 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 only quite young, but I think I fancy. Yeah, you like, I think like, I've got a crush on the fruit man. You're like fruit man's quite attractive, and it's it's weird because your brain, you know, you've remembered that you had a fruit man. I I never had a fruit man, and, and when you're describing mm. that, my brain went, we had the drug man, <laughs> and we had a guy. Oh no, we had a guy that came to our school. I think he was an ex copper, and he brought out all of the different types of drugs. To say, oh, lovely. don't take them, kids. <laughs> it's like I wish I'd had the fruit man because the drug man was just like, yeah, this is this is a white powder, and it was like mm, better not take any of those things. And I remember him being really scary. Whereas the fruit man, you developed a crush on. He sounds a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, okay. So, so from best or to most exotic, I'm going to go. I'm going to ask you, what's the worst of the fruits? Oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> there's quite a few that I could that I could yeah. put in there, um, and actually, this this is quite a controversial choice. What I'm about to say, because it could, in theory, also be in my best five. It's not, but it could Ooh. be something that I literally despise more than most things in the world is a, <laughs> is a pulpy apple. Ah. It's the texture. Ooh. It's the texture. You mm. know when you get an apple and you have that that real sort of excitement and you're like, yay, a nice apple. This is going to be brilliant. You know, consistent apples. They're there in our lives. You know, they're quite plentiful. We have lots of different types. And then you get a pulpy one that's so wrong on a textural level that it literally puts me off eating apples for a couple of months. So that that for me 
is the worst type of fruit because it's got that it's going to be brilliant and then it's not. You're plunged into mealy disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's uh, you're you're absolutely right. I I I really do enjoy a good like a a nice crunchy Braeburn. You can't go wrong, can you? you um, can't go wrong with that. No, and you really want to hear that 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 crunch, and you really want to feel it. And then you 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 get another one where you don't so much bite in as you sort of invade the apple. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, oh, I've I've pressed my will against this apple, and this apple is yielded far too quickly, and I don't want any yeah, part of and it. And then it's all pulpy, and then you have that moral dilemma, yeah. especially if like you're on the tube or something, and you're like, oh, oh you're like now yeah. what do I do? I, what do I have to swallow this? Do I have to go through this horrible pulpy experience? But I'm on the tube, so everyone's seen me start to eat this apple, and then you have that awkward <laughs> apple moment. This might just be me in my head, but I'm like, then do I finish eating this apple? It's revolting. It's made me feel a little bit sick, and I've got that pulp but now I'm on the tube and everyone's expecting me to finish eating it subconsciously I know they're watching me and then I'm like I'm just going to hold the apple <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've sort of you've sort of got to like hop, like in, in the same way we do these little bits of theatre yeah. when we like you're walking down the road uh, the high street and you're trying to find a shop and then you suddenly realise it's it's in the other direction you've got to do the theatre oh right well I guess I've got to turn around and go the other way I'm not mad I just made a decision. I think you need to do the same thing with the apple and just be like, hold it up and just like, bad apple. It's it's bad. It's not good. It's not a good apple, guys. All right. You're so right. I mean, I've already learned stuff from just doing this, this podcast because you're right. You know what? I'm going to own bad yeah. apples. And so when that happens, I am, I'm going to start owning it. And I'm like, guys, I'm not finishing this apple because it's bad. And I'm just gonna, and then, and then everyone's gonna look around and, go, and I'm gonna go. You've all had that experience, and you know what's yep. going on. We all, we all know. We've all been it's here. Been horrible. Let's. I, I don't. I don't consent to this apple. Uh, this apple's going away. I yeah. just. You know. We all need to be on the same page. Uh, bad apple. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And and then I can just go back into my world of being a Londoner and not looking. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I've be, I've sat on the tube dressed as a banana. So doing that, relatively speaking, not that big a That's deal. Fine. Um, have you ever eaten a nonny? <laughs> I must admit, I must admit, I haven't. But I'm loving the word more than anything yeah. else. Um, it's it's uh, it is a uh, otherwise known as uh, either the cheese fruit or the vomit fruit. Oh yes, I have. Yes, 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 yes. No, I haven't because it's called the vomit fruit. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and apparently, no. Um, I was, I, I, I was quite interested in. Uh, I just watched someone eat one on a YouTube video oh. um, because I was really interested in, in sort of having read up on it. Um, and it is sort of as bad as you think with a name like vomit fruit, right. and it's what's known as a famine fruit, oh. which is basically people were so desperate where it was um where it, where it was grown that right. there was literally nothing else there was no other fruit available on earth to them it was the last fruit on earth and they had to eat it um and and the yeah the 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 seeds are described as woody um and um and uh the the yeah the smell is pungent and uh often um yeah like vomit or like limburger cheese Wow. Wow. I mean, it's very expensive. I as well. do sort of feel that, you know, I might have I've let this podcast slightly down by the fact that I haven't tried that as part of my research. That being said, I'm also quite grateful that I haven't tried it, considering I struggle with a bad apple. So <laughs> I might be like one step a bit too far. I might be like, no, 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 no. But 
but I feel grateful. I might also now YouTube and and have a look at this fruit from afar. Yeah, I'm going to link it in the in the episode notes. It is um, it's a really really pleasant, really lovely lady who's just like this. She she right. all, all she does. Oh, you're going to love this actually because <laughs> all her YouTube channel is is her tasting different fruits. Oh, amazing! Oh, I mean, my life is complete now. Absolutely, and she's a she's a good she's a good eater in that she's you know she's on camera and she eats responsibly. She's not sort of you're not getting excessive lip right. noise uh, and things like that. She's a she's a very good polite eater, but she really gives you mm. an idea of how uh, of how of how the fruit is going down. And um, yeah, I can I can recommend it. It's just just this lovely lady eating something absolutely <laughs> horrible and trying to react in the most polite way possible. <laughs> I love the fact, you know, humanity might be sort of destroying itself in loads of other ways, but don't worry because you can watch a really posh lady eating fruit very politely. Everything's fine. It's all, yeah, it's all, we've got humanity, we've got this. Yeah, we've got it nailed. Don't worry. Fruits, we've got it covered. Watch her. Um, right, so let's get on to, uh, to our list then. What is your number one top bestest of the fruits i mean i i might sound a little bit obsessed by it but i went for banana of course and there's there's many reasons for that over and above the fact that it's led to a sort of slight career change and doing a ted talk dressed as one i actually really a i really like them uh b i think they're blooming brilliant in terms of you know the energy source i love the packaging i think the color's brilliant texturally wise you're pretty much safe because you know if it's green it's going to mm. be a bit hard so you know what you're getting you know you know there's a there's a beautiful thing about bananas you know what you're getting and if you're going late you can also then of course you can then go into the world of banana bread and who doesn't like a bit of banana bread so it's you know it's got so many different things and also you know there's there's comedy genius about bananas you know there's Everybody likes a good banana and you can have a banana holder. You've got, I mean, as I'm looking in my house, I do I do actually have a, a fruit shelf. Uh, I, I kid you not. I'll probably, I'll send mm. you a photo of it so you know that I'm not making it up so you put it on the notes. Because um, when I turned 40 last year, I actually had a, a fruit themed 40th birthday party. So everybody had to dress up as their favourite fruit. And I, and I had a long banana, which obviously from a phallic perspective, there's lots of jokes that you can but go with. So all in all, a banana for me sort of encompasses everything that's good about a fruit. It gives you energy. It's got potassium in it. It's good for us, you know, and it's and it's a consistent caregiver. Oh. So for me, my first one obviously is bananas. And it is that whole idea about bananas, for me, symbolising have more fun and joy. So that had to be my number one. I love it. Um Thanks. In the uh, in the in the film K Pax, starring the now highly problematic Kevin Spacey, um, right. he ate a banana um, whole with the peel, um, and sort of just crunched down on it and, and had to eat it because he was playing a man who we're not sure if he's an alien or not, and so that's how he consumed a banana. And uh, apparently, um, he had to do that take uh, a few times and was running around for the rest of the day um, high on potassium. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm a banana fan, but I've never, I've never gone there with the skin. You know, I've never gone there because there's a reason why it's the skin. It. I think. Yeah, it's the reason why it's the bit that you take off. Yeah, because it's like the protective bit, the bit that we probably shouldn't ingest. So yeah, I mean, it literally is because it's literally the thing that's going around it saying, <laughs> "Don't eat me, don't eat the thing inside." <laughs> You know, but it's good to know that Kevin Spacey, you know, at that point in his career was, you know, very method and obviously, you know, went through and, and, and 
you know, follow through eating a whole banana with a skin. Weird. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cleanse the palate, um, and I'm gonna for for um, I don't I don't know how you, whether this is gonna feel controversial to you, but go on. My 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 number one is the avocado. Whoa, crazy yeah, stuff. Mate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you've got to justify I'm dropping this. The mic. You've got to justify this. It is a wonderfully versatile uh, fruit. It is a fruit. I checked. Um, and uh, I, I only started eating them properly, I think, uh, early this year. And so I'm a, I'm a fairly recent convert to the avocado. Oh. Now, I've enjoyed my guacamole uh, just, just as much as the, as the next person. But um, smashing an avocado and, and eating the, 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 the sweet, sweet innards, is, um, it's just wonderful. A bit of salt on there. Um, that maybe yeah. a bit of feta. The two go together really well. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, you can you can fry them up yeah. a little bit. There's all sorts. I, I did um when I was doing a, a keto diet for a while. I was having a uh, an avocado and boiled egg salad. So you do a hard boiled egg, um, a, a couple of a couple of hard boiled eggs and um, some kale and a bit of broccoli and um, an avocado. That's uh, so all sliced up. Really good. I think they look cool. Um, yeah, super fruit, super food, really, really healthy, really good fats. Uh, if you're trying to eat um, a healthy fat diet, then it's great for that. And um, yeah. a bit of bit of bit of salt, bit of chili, maybe. Um, oh, lovely, very good. Avocado done. I mean, you really. I mean, as you're talking about it, you know, you you, you can really hear that you are a fan, <laughs> and it is, and you can also hear that you're a new mm. fan. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, you can add the salt, you can add the chili. Look at all these different things that I can do yeah. with this thing that I didn't used to eat. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a brave choice as number one in the, in a list of fruits for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't mean to completely no, dismiss it, but let's be honest. If you looked at it in a fruit bowl, it does look a little bit out of place. Sure. But I do recognise that, you know, society has deemed that avocado is indeed a fruit. Um, so therefore, of course, you are completely justified with having that as your first choice. And I know that for a lot of people, there's a lot of avocado love out there. So I think it's good that you're representing the avocado masses. Thank, thank you. I, I appreciate your your politic take on this. Thanks. You know, well, I had to be careful, you know, because I mean, there's a, there's a cafe near where I live. And the only thing that they sell uh, for breakfast is avocado with in different ways. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, wow, yeah, yeah. avocado on sourdough, yeah. avocado with egg, avocado and mushrooms. And for someone like me who doesn't like avocado, oh, no. it's not a great cafe. Oh, I've no. Got to be no. <laughs> um, well, at least, you know, um, we're, we're not that far apart in terms of age. So um, uh, give, given that sort of certainly my, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the tail end of, of the millennial generation. And um, given that we keep being constantly accused of not being able to afford a house because we keep buying avocados. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're safely uh, away from that, that accusation. So that's good. Yeah. Um, what's your number two? Yeah, I am. Number two is uh, it's, a, it's a staple. Uh, it's a good one. It's one that I think can be undervalued. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a thing of great joy. You can have segments, you can squeeze it. Uh, so yeah, so it's the orange mm -hmm. and again, a bit like banana. Um, I'm, I'm aware, you know, again, when I was talking to my friend about this earlier, I was like, yeah, I'm aware I could sound a little bit mad. Uh, so I'm, I am a clown and my clown is actually called orange. Ah. Yeah. And, um, when, when you sort of, you know, when you kind of play in the world of clowning, um, the sort of the clown, we all have a kind of a part of us that is a clown. And some of us, like me, choose to develop it. Now, I didn't give 
Orange, Orange's name. Orange told me that Orange was Orange's name. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Hi, welcome to the weird world of clowning. No, I, I, I get it. I do I do improv comedy as a thing. So I, I, I'm, I'm on board. You get it. You get it. And so for me, um, Orange is sort of, there's there's been a beautiful development of that side of my career uh, in terms of having Orange as a clown who's in my latest show and, and all of that stuff. And then as a result, like when I think about the fruit, uh, and when I think about orange, I can't help but be really happy because my clown is, as I think all good clowns are, I think coming from a place of kindness and it's all curiosity and it's lovely. And there's this beautiful thing called clown state, which is the equivalent of taking those drugs that those men told me not to ever take <laughs> um, because it's a really beautiful place. So for me, when I see oranges and I eat them, I mean, I'm aware that I'm slightly eating myself, which is a bit odd. But apart from that, I'm just like, yeah, orange. Orange. You know, it's consistent. It's got vitamin C. Again, you know what you're getting with an orange. There's none of that kind of, ooh, is this a star fruit? What am I having? Um, and so for me, <laughs> number two had to be had to be orange. Within within orange, are we are we encompassing all the different sort of many many varied things, the clementine and the and the easy peeler? Oh, and all those I mean, of if I can, yeah. I've got to be honest. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's because I think that's fine. you know. Oh, yeah. So if we're talking the orange fruit, I mean, that, you know, well, now you've given me that as an option. They might have even gone as number one, but no, let's not change it. But yeah, you know, think about Satsumas at yeah. Christmas. How happy are you? <laughs> you know, it's a it's a it's a good choice. Um, it's yeah. Thanks. Uh, well, my number two is is uh, is the humble pear. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> I I love a pear. Go on. Tell me more. Why, why is it your number two? It is. Um, it is sweet. I like I like a. Um, I tend to like a fruit that has a bit of, um, uh, the, 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 you know, like, like an apple that has a bit of a crunch to it. And so a, a sort of, um, a yeah. not overripe pear, um, that has a, a, a nice bit of crunch. I can, I can go pretty close to the line in terms of ripeness. Um, I can go, I can go almost, you know, fairly underripe with a pear and, and still, and still come out quite happy. Um, oh, that's a crazy, you know how to live on the edge. I know, you? mate. You can- oh, um, when it comes to the the discarded bits at the end, I I have been known to just sort of munch up the little um the little seedy bits at the end. They're not seeds, but you know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I will, you know, apart from the stalk, I will consume the entirety of a pear and have no cleanup, um, which is which is always a bonus. Um, they. The, the the skin makes them very easy to eat, so you're not going to end up with um, sticky hands. Whereas I think that can be, it's you true. know, that 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 can be a a fatal um, issue in 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 some fruits. Um, and it just it's it's a it's a great taste. Um, oh, you're so right. I've got slight. I mean, it's weird. I didn't expect to feel this, but. I've got a slight fruit envy going yes. on because I didn't pear pear didn't make the top five, and now I'm like, what am I thinking, Em? You've let go of the pear, and I mean the way that you're describing them, you know, with that that beautiful juiciness and the and how the skin can be just so perfect, and it's like this elixir of fruit. I can see, I can see why it's your number two. Mm, I want to be eating a pear right now. It's good. Yeah. It's a good fruit. <laughs> yeah. If somebody handed me a pear right now, I think I'd probably kiss them, even if I didn't know them. <laughs> what? What's uh, what's number three? Uh, you know, this is a good one, and um, I I I love these a lot. Uh, at various times, you know, and I think this is because I think with some fruits, you can only eat them at certain points in the day. Whereas mm. my number three being grapes, I think you can eat grapes at any time. <gasps> and obviously, it's an all day fruit. It, it really is an all day fruit. And you've got to be honest, like when you see grapes on a little cheese board, you're like, grapes and cheese, brilliant. Or you can have grapes by themselves, you know, and mm-hmm. then also, and I, I've never really understood this, why do we take grapes to people that are really sick? Not sure. Yeah, I, I would have thought oranges would have been a better choice. 
because of the vitamin C, like it feels more. Yeah. Like whenever I've got a cold coming on, I reach straight for the oranges. I know. And there's that sort of naive thing, isn't there, of like, oh, feeling a bit rubbish. I'll have an orange now. And you're like, no, 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 that's not. It's not <laughs> yes. suddenly like this magical cure. Like I've had an orange. I'll be fine. No. Whereas with grapes, you know, the fact you've got you've got the choice of colours depending on your mood, which I think is good. And I love the fact that, you know, you can have a little snack of grapes. And I don't know if you've ever discovered this, but when you cut grapes up, which I had to do for my son when he was younger, you cut grapes up. Mm-hmm. That within itself is a whole different taste combo versus when you chew off the top bit and then you squeeze the flesh bit out. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, so loads of different ways to eat them as well. You know? Have you ever frozen a grape? No. Oh, my God. Oh, word. that's, that's, a, that's a little treat. This is blowing my mind, this podcast already. It's like... No, it's yeah. That's that's it's like a little sweet. It's like you've given yourself a little. Uh, it's it's like a it's like a reward. You know, you've you've got uh, got a nice little uh, nice little chewable sweet there. Uh, yeah, frozen grapes. It's a thing. I'm so trying this later. So not only have I got the yeah. YouTube woman video to watch, I'm now going to mm-hmm. have little treats of a grape. I just got your weekend sorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody, you know, be like, so what are you up to? I'm like, this is my fruit weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's ah, oh, it's it's it was my number three uh, as well. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, because uh, because because grapes. I mean, come on, who doesn't see a punnet of grapes? And uh, like, who's not reaching in for a little grape? Yeah, they're just inviting. They do, and and you see those massive bunches in Roman times, and you're just like, I just want to um, just bite off a big a big load of grapes. Exactly, and then it's that thing. Now I don't know if you've ever done this, but you know when you've got like plastic fruit. Mm. The grapes always look the most convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. To such an extent that on one occasion I might have stayed in a hotel, walked past and did that whole thing of like, oh, it's a grape, grabbed it, didn't really feel it and put it straight in my mouth. That, that was a bad no, time. It's a waxy, a waxy handful. It's not good. Waxy mm. handful. But you're right. You know, there's something. And I think it's interesting that we've both put it as mm. number three. It's like it's there. It's a consistent. It's not a number one. No. It's definitely not number five, and I, th- I think we've pitched. I think we've pitched that to perfection. You know, it'd be interesting to see what your listeners think. You know, whether they would have placed it higher. But for me, I think we've done very well with our number threes. Yeah, very, very pleased. Um, so since uh, since we we had uh, commonality on the grapes, I'm going to mm. jump to my number four, which is your Brayburn apple. It's a good one. Why Brayburn specifically? I think I, I've I've found them to be good consistently in terms of availability. Certainly where I am, um, I like a really good, a really good shiny like red apple like off of a cartoon. Yes, um, but I don't seem to find them quite as readily available um, all year round and all that kind of thing. Whereas. Um, a Brayburn is it's it's always got a, a nice enough crunch. It's it's sweet. Mm. I like a sweet apple as opposed to a bitter one. Mm. Um, so I, I understand your, um, your your golden deliciouses and and your and your green apples, and you can keep them. That's fine. Mm. Um, and and all, all all good luck to you. But I I want myself a sweet crunchy apple. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I, as I say, there are better apples. But Brayburn is it's reliable. It's just like I'm there for your kid. I've got your back. You're not going to go hungry. I'm a Brayburn. Munch me. It's good. Yeah. 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 And and that within itself is quite reassuring, isn't it? It's like, yeah, they're the good guys. Mm. They're the people that I'm going to come to because you're right with other apples. I don't mean to put a downer on it, but other apples, they can be inconsistent. This is it. You know, they have their peaks where they're like really good. And then they have their times where you're like, they're not quite. And then you get disappointed. Whereas Brayburn, 
Yeah, I'm there with you on that. They are. They're a consistent. They're just a good. They're a good guy. They are. They're, they're a good, good guy in the fruit bowl. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know anything about football, but I feel like uh, the 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 Brayburn is like a solid back line. It's it's just like you know they're not the striker because that can be yeah challenging. You know they 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 might they might score they might miss, but you know yeah. they're a good defence. Um, it would it would be Virgil Van Dyke because I'm showing that I am a bit of a geek when it comes down to football. Yeah, it's like really consistent, mm. knows his stuff, sort of top of the game, knows what he's doing, never lets you. Down. On consistency, I do realise that I failed to mention um, a, a real concern with the pair, um, and I, I th- I'm sure you'll understand this is that um, there is a real uh, there is a there is a window. Uh, at which a pair is acceptable, that it very, very quickly becomes unacceptable. Oh yes, um, in in a way that other fruits just aren't quite. Yes, you know, don't, don't suffer from it. You know, an apple will stay good for quite a while, whereas a, a pear, you've kind of got two days and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, you you are definitely right, and I think it was a very important health warning that you just gave there. Thank you. Because Thank otherwise, you. people could just be taking a pear at the wrong time, and then they no. won't they won't understand why it was your number two. Yeah, exactly. And and who who are they going to complain to? Me. Um, What's what's your number four? Uh, Strawberry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I surprised myself with that choice. (laughs) I've got to be honest. And, And I was like, really? Really? Strawberry? And then I was like, you know what? Strawberries in the summer. No one is going to turn down a bowl of strawberries. Like I've seen people who are like, no, 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 I don't do desserts. No, I don't have a sweet tooth. And you go... Strawberries and cream. They go, oh, that, yeah, that I will have. Or strawberries and ice cream with a really good vanilla ice cream. They're like, yeah, yeah. And strawberries, there's also, I think, something about, for me, the memories of strawberries and that really beautiful thing that, you know, I did when I was younger where I went to a a pick-your-own-fruit farm and I picked strawberries. And I remember just that joy of, like, literally just picking one eating one, mm-hmm. picking one, <laughs> eating one, repeat for about an hour and a half. And just that thing of like, these strawberries are so cool. Um, and also the other thing, let's, let's be honest, um, I, I grew up, up in a time where um, the Munch Bunch oh, yeah. were, were quite cool. And so when I think of the Munch Bunch, which I do worryingly on a sort of clearly far too much regular basis, um, the strawberry character was my favourite. So I think I think for me, strawberry evokes childhood. I think strawberry, you know, just that sweetness. And also, I really like the fact that strawberries are seasonal. Yeah. You know, and, and I think there's something when you get strawberries, a bit like the pear, you know, sort of health warning. I think when you get strawberries from the UK and they're just out and they've just been picked, there's just nothing better because, you know, it's the summer. So for me, that was my number four. That's yeah, it's it's a, it's a lovely choice. It, I, it just it's never one that I go to. Oh, really? Um. Yeah, it just it doesn't it has it has such promise when I look at a strawberry I think you and me we're going to get on famously <laughs> we're going to be great. And then I'm just like I'm I'm always just slightly underwhelmed by a strawberry. Oh. I'm afraid. I feel yeah. like obviously we've now missed the season but I feel like mm. I'm going to I'm going to go and pick some strawberries and I feel like I'm going to send them to you <laughs> so that they're fresh from the fields so that you're not disappointed. No, I, th- I think um, back back in the day, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I went strawberry picking with uh, with my my family, and and yeah, that whole thing of one for the basket, one for me, um, absolutely. And there's yeah. there's something really wholesome about the fact that you can spend all day eating, uh, and and come away with it not feeling bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's true. It's like the one form of theft that sort of is morally and socially completely acceptable. You yeah. know, when you see all the kids literally with all of their red stuff all around their mouths, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not a crime. It's scrumping. Yeah. Um. Well, my okay. Okay. This is this is where we're gonna get. 
get into rocky territory. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, we've already had the avocado. Where are we going to go with this one? Worse. Oh, no. Because I had a, se- I, I had a sense that this was a fruit. Right. So I had to look it up. Right. And it is a fruit. Really? Emma? Yeah. I'm going for the olive. Ah! What? No, that is not a fruit. No. No, 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 no. 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 No, I can't. I, no, that is not a fruit. Where did you find that from? The fruitsdontlie.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, I, I checked it, I checked a couple of sources, um, one of which being fruits you don't know are fruits. Um, now, now be, before before we go down this, down this road, Emma, I will remind you that the banana is a berry. Oh, my word. Well, what if we're going to get, well, I mean, yeah, we're going to get into real specific, but no, no, no. Everybody in their right mind would go fruit bowl and they would see a banana in it. No one would have a problem. Everybody in their right mind, no, no, if you're you saw right. an olive in a you're fruit bowl, right. you'd go, what's an olive doing in the fruit bowl? I completely understand. Um, and, and this is why I was I was limbering up for the controversy. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I understand that it may not make our final list, that it almost certainly won't. But... Uh, as a man, uh, again, as a man, I, I, I don't know where I was going with that. It wasn't, it wasn't about being a man. Um, but about, I don't know, five or six years ago, I was like, you know what, olives, that's the thing that I like. Um, and yeah. uh, I, I, it's sort of a, a, um, a black olive sliced up on a sandwich or in a certain meal with a bit, a bit of lamb. Like those kind of things go really well. A green mm. olive is, is tartar uh, and it's a bit more of a challenge, um, but it's more flavorful. They're, um, they're interesting and um, I like them, but I'm not going to, this is not the hill I'm going to die on. No. Uh, I, you know, but I, I did want to go to bat for them a little bit. Um, I mean, congratulations for <laughs> trying to go to bat for them. <laughs> Um, I must admit, there's there's not much that gets that gets me rattled. You know, no. I mean, you know, I'm a clown who dresses up as a banana, but the idea of olives making the final list of fruits, I I, I probably would go to battle over that. I'd be like, no, no, <laughs> and 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 it, you know, and I'll happily take down anybody. I'm like, no, olives. Look at where they're sold. <laughs> you know, they're not sold in the fruit aisle, are they? No. <laughs> No. So wherever this source is, yeah. is wrong. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, you you do have to go for a like a specific definition of fruit, and frankly, no one wants to do that because life's too short. Um, yes, exactly. All right, what is your yes? Although you would be amazed. I mean, clearly we can manage to quite happily chat about fruit for over an hour. Yep. It's 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 quite an amazing. It is quite evocative fruit. Yeah, absolutely. You know? you know, it's it's a thing on which people have opinions. Um, Very true. What is your what is your five? What's number five? As, as I said, I've got to give an honourable mention to um, to the to the kiwi Ooh. and the uh, pomegranate. Mm-hmm. Got to give honourable mentions to both of them because they were potentially there. Uh, but the one that I ended up going for, probably out of regularity of how much I eat them, blueberries. Ah. Yeah, you know, little blueberries. Okay, yeah, it's another superfood. It is, it is a superfood. So I think there's partly it's a superfood. Um, I also, I like the fact they're kind of like, hi, you know, if, if blueberries had a voice, it'd be like, hi, I'm a blueberry, I'm just here, quite consistent. There's quite a few of us. Hello, 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 hello. And they'd all be like, hi, we're not really offensive. We don't really do much, but we're good for you. Hi. And I quite like that as an idea that you know as, as as a voice for a fruit i think they'd be quite mm. just supportive and quite gentle and they come in their little packs and they're like hi we're good for you and you're like yeah you are they're good um they're good team players they're really good team players they go with other things mm-hmm. really well you know you can put them on tarts you can have them with ice cream if you feel like mixing up a bit you can put it in natural yogurt and it makes what let's be honest natural yogurt is quite boring you put some f- blueberries in it it's pretty good you've got yourself honey. a stew going yeah 
Absolutely. A not stu- lit- not literally a stew going. <laughs> not literally. A metaphorical stew so going. It's a breakfast stew. Yeah. Breakfast yeah, stew. Absolutely. You know. mm-hmm. So so that was my number five. And I just, you know, when I when I sort of landed on that, I was like, yeah, I feel good. I feel good that I've mentioned blueberries because I don't think sometimes I get enough. No, press. I think I think that's good. Um, uh, that is that is a, a solid a solid choice. Um, I'm gonna Thanks. I'm gonna go with my final one, and it is. Um, well, I'm just gonna tell you, it's the cherry tomato. I mean, um, I mean, it's a, it's a great it's a great vegetable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's fruit. I mean, like, but it's <clears> a great. It, it doesn't. It, you're absolutely right that it doesn't meet the criteria of would you put it in a fruit salad. Um, there is that nice. wonderful line of knowledge. What is it? Not knowledge is knowing that um, the the tomato is a fruit. Uh, wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that. But you, <laughs> but yeah, you're still throwing it in there. Go on. I am. Go on, why? Because I, I I grew up really not liking tomatoes and. Um, I, I, as you can probably tell, fruit is not necessarily one of the things that I consume in the highest quantities, which is why I've kind of picked things that are sort of savoury in nature. Um, but the, the the cherry tomato, I just think, is such a lovely accompaniment to so many things. Mm. Um, and again, I, I'm I'm not going to be upset if if it doesn't if it doesn't make the list. Let's face it, it's not going to make the list. That's fine. It's not no, going to make the list. That's fine. Not make the list, is it? No. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that a good cherry tomato um, is it's it's a lovely little thing. There's there's that little bit of sweetness, little bit of tartness that just mm, goes goes well with with so many things. But yep. you know, it deserved yeah, a voice. Yeah, it yeah, deserved yeah. a voice, and and I think Mark, I think you should be proud of the fact that you've just given a voice to the cherry tomatoes. Um, and I think that that was an important, probably a really important part of this to really sort of acknowledge it, and then also just sort of go. But it's not really a fruit. No, in the in the sort of Marie Kondo thing of taking an object down from a shelf that you don't use very often, giving it a little kiss, thanking it for its service, and then throwing it in the trash. Yes, well, uh, thank you very much for supporting the show um, lately. Uh, it's uh, it's it's going great guns, and it's a uh, it's a real privilege to uh, to keep doing this. Um, if you want to find out lots more things about the show and get extra bits, uh, then the best thing to do is um, follow the link in your uh, podcast app or go to listenvypod.com and uh, you'll see the option to sign up to the newsletter. Once you do that, uh, we'll deliver new episodes to you every week and also give you some extra stuff that you won't get. Uh, and then if you feel like um, upping your your support to the £2 a month-ish level, uh, then you will get little tidbits like uh, a discussion on audio fiction with Ben Blacker, uh, the co-creator of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, who I interviewed a few weeks ago. Um, interviewed, that's never quite the right word, is it? I chatted. I chatted to him. We talked about monsters. It was great. Um, I also talked about, uh, well, Jamie Garner from a couple of weeks back talked to me uh, about a show called Teabag, which he remembers, and I don't, uh, which is something about a witch. Um, but he also had lots to say about Teen Titans Go to the Movies, uh, a film of which he is a giant fan. So there's uh, there's that also in the extra feed. Uh, and uh, something musical has just dropped as of today, as of when I'm recording this bit, which is Sunday. Uh, if you are at the two dollar, uh, two dollar, hmm, two pound a month or two dollar fifty a month level, you will get access uh, to something a little bit musical and a little bit, uh, a little bit different uh, this week. Uh, so, um, the, yeah, uh, 
you can go to pod.fan slash list, uh, list envy. But honestly, the best place to start is get yourself signed up for the newsletter so that you don't miss new episodes and uh, you find out some some other fun stuff. There's little video clips and, and all sorts of little things that, uh, that I share uh, every Sunday. So um, go and do that. Um, yeah. That's that's I mean that's that's it that's that's your call to action. Uh, go and do that, and and then of course uh, if you want to follow us on the on the socials, you'll find List Envy Pod just about everywhere and everything is at listenvpod.com. So we've got lots of fruity discussions to be had. We've got to whittle down our final five, uh, and I think there's there's quite a few of mine that have got to uh, you know get. Um, that was uh, that was me miming. Um, a throat cutting gesture as opposed to, you know, throwing up. Anyway, that's not very nice. Let's get back to the show. Here's Emma and myself and our final top five fruity list. Well, you well, well, so now we've got we've got quite an interesting um a con- combination here. We've only got one fruit on which we have both agreed, which I feel um it's got to, got to put it in in high stand. I think might might bump it up a list. But we've got the banana, the orange, the grape, strawberry, blueberry, avocado, pear, um, and uh, and Brayburn apple um, of the ones that I think are, are for consideration. I think you're right. I mean, I, I so yeah. So where do we begin build, building building our final list? As a combined list, I mean, the very fact that I actually did genuinely feel fruit envy when you were talking about pears <laughs> mm-hmm. to me says that pears should be in there. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and I think the way that you spoke about it was, well, I mean, it was a, it was a beautiful thing. You know, it was eloquent. I think you could write probably more about <laughs> pears because I think, I think, again, pears need your type of voice speaking up. I am the, I am the, the voice of the, the fruit, <laughs> the fruit voiceless. <laughs> yeah, the voiceless yeah. fruit. Hi, my name's Mark. I'm going to stand up for pears. So for me... I think pears have got to be in there. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, grapes absolutely have to be in there. Bananas without yeah. without a question. Yes. Um, yes. Such a great choice. Yes. Um, I kind of want to put, and I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I don't often sort of go in like full ball with the demand. Okay. But I really feel like the apple has yeah. to be number one because it's such... Ooh, number oh, one. Oh, I know, I know. You, you thought I was just going to say on the list, but I'm actually saying, <laughs> yeah, what I'm actually saying here, Emma, is that I think it's such a... Like it's it's the apple. I mean, it's like the original food. Yeah, it's like number one oh, of the food. We've somehow managed to make this biblical. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I, uh... I, I hence I, I I hear your hesitation. I feel that, and I, I please talk talk me through it. Well, I think <laughs> I think you know, as as the king of fruits, you know, is the apple up there at the top of the tree? To coin a phrase, mm. and and. You know, I, I, I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I'm swayed in terms of between the apple and the banana and the fact that the apple wasn't even on my list because maybe I just take it for granted. Ooh. And maybe that is the thing that I'm going to take away, that I need to stop taking apples for granted because mm-hmm. if I looked at my fruit bowl right now, what is the main thing that's in there? It is indeed the apple. So you know what? I'm, I'm going I'm to let go of my reticence. And I'm going to go, yeah, I'm fine with having an apple at number one because if you sort of looked and you did a straw poll, I think majority of people go apples would be in their top five, mm-hmm. so I feel like I've learnt from you. So, yeah, let's 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 put apple at number one. Let's do it. I love it. Banana without a question. Number two. Yeah, definitely. I feel like grape, grapes. Grape is number three. I feel like grapes number three. Yeah. And now pears. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about this? I've gone number four pear, number five orange. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all right with that because I do believe that. You know, I've had my own spiritual journey with orange as a character as well as a fruit. 
So I think that's probably made me slightly biased. So I probably put orange higher because of my own personal relationship with that. I'm happy that that it goes higher. I am. Um, because it is a good, like it's, although it didn't, it didn't make my list. I, I absolutely, I recognize orange. Um, you know, yeah. I, yeah. And especially the whole fruit family that does, you know, the satsumas, the clementines, absolutely. all of that good stuff. And, and I've just been uh, on holiday for, in Spain and, uh, in, in the sort of garden of the, the villa that we were staying in, there were loads of orange trees and every day we would go and pick oranges and then make them into oh. juice. And you just go, ah, oh, that's how orange juice tastes when you don't put loads of yeah. stuff in it. A real, a real Amazing. proper freshly squeezed orange juice where the ingredient is orange. You can't go wrong. Is wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So yeah. So so pears pears been at four. Uh, we've got it? pears at five and orange at four. So yeah, I think that's right. The final right. list goes from five to one: mm. pear, orange, grape, banana, apple. Oh my word, we've cracked it. Emma Stroud, do you consent to this list? I do indeed consent to. Cons- yep. I can't say the word. I do indeed consent to this list. Oh God, that's the. Oh, I'm 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 hungry for fruit. Um, where in the meantime, while while people are, are, are while, while our listener is is raiding the fridge to uh, the fridge or the fruit bowl to uh, to try and find something delicious to consume, why don't you tell our, our listener where people can um, find more of of you and your and your works. The easiest way is to have a look on the wonders that is M Instagram and also Twitter. And I'm Emma Stroud LDN, as in a shorthand for London. Uh, I've also got my website, which is Emma Stroud LDN.co.uk. Uh, and those are the main places to find out what I'm up to uh, various sort of talks and my new show, uh, which I'm going to be taking out on tour next year. So that's called Me M. So if you follow me on those two things, then you'll find out where I'm performing and you know, I quite often go and do impro various places. So um, I always pop where I'm doing and I float around all the country doing that kind of stuff. So the best way is to follow me on those two things. That's wonderful. Emma, thank you very much for, for joining me on List Envy and, and making me hungry. It's brilliant. Thank you ever so much for having me and uh, getting to explore my wonderful world of fruit. Some more. Thank you. Thank you.